welcome to Revolution Lifestyle, where we learn practical ways to apply personal development and upgrade our everyday lives. Whether you're navigating a transition, reaching for your dream life, or learning to make you priority number one, I got you. Get ready to live your life on purpose, one episode at a time. Let's go. Hi, welcome to this episode. So we're going to talk today about not knowing where to start, and we're going to actually talk about nine different steps that you can take to actually make it, air quotes, happen. You love the idea of reinventing yourself or making a change to an area of your life. Maybe you want to get healthy, change jobs, make new friends. Maybe you want a complete overhaul. But making changes can be hard. Maybe you've even tried before and you've failed. Maybe you don't know how to begin or where to start. So this is what we're going to talk about today. And I'm going to just jump right into the nine steps that I recommend um, that you actually take the time to work through whenever you want to make a big change in your life. So we're going to go, like I said, we're going to jump right in. Number one, the first thing you have to do is decide. Decide what you want to change. Do you, do you know what you want? What's important to you? What are you struggling with right now? What's giving you the most grief in your life? If you're ready for a new you and you want to make sweeping changes, that works too. Just decide what that is. What does it look like? Be very specific. Take the time to write down exactly what you want to change. Write out what you want your life to look like. Explore in detail what that would entail, and try to be quite specific. If you want to lose weight, write down how much you want to lose. When do you want to start? And when do you want to achieve it? If you want to do a full reinvention, list all the areas of your life and write out what you want each area to look like. Who do you want to be? And remember, be specific. That's number one. The first thing you have to do is decide what you want to change. Number two. Commit. Go all in. After you've made a decision to make changes, you need to commit to doing the work. Look at what you've written down. Think about what your life will be like when you finally make this change. Take a moment to imagine it in detail. How will you feel? What will be different? Ask yourself if you were sure that you could make these changes and get this result or the results you just imagined, Would you truly commit to doing the work? Doing the work will require you to do things differently than you have done in the past. Because of course, if you keep doing the same things you're currently doing, you will continue to get the same results you have now. If you wanna lose weight, you'll have to commit to changing your diet. If you wanna get fit, you're gonna have to commit to being more active. You probably have an idea what the changes you want to make will require of you. You may not know the exact how, but you probably have a pretty good idea. Ask yourself, are you willing to commit to the necessary changes that you're going to have to make? That's number two. Commit. Go all in. Number three. Plan the first steps. Now that, you've, now that you've decided what you want and you're committed to not only doing the work, but to getting what you want, it's time to make a plan. If you're doing a full reinvention, I recommend that you start with the area that's just the most important to you. 
for example, if you're in bad health and that's on your radar, it's always a good place to start because you only have one true home and that's your body. Start with one area to focus on and go all in on it. If the thing or area you start with doesn't require too much from you, feel free to move on to the next area sooner rather than later. But if you're working on something that requires a lot from you, don't overdo it. Just focus on that one thing. If you chose an area that seems a bit overwhelming, like health or wealth, just choose one place to begin. Break down the larger, more in-depth subject into smaller pieces. So let's say that you want to become healthier. You're overweight, you're out of shape, and you're, you're on prescription drugs for different medical conditions. Just choose one thing and start there. So maybe your first thing is you decide that you're going to lose five pounds. Then maybe you work on eating more vegetables at each meal. And then after you master that, maybe you set another weight loss goal, maybe like 10 pounds this time. You could add in a 10 minute walk after lunch. Do you see what we're doing here? We're just starting really small and we're working our way up to a healthy lifestyle so that when you have a big overarching goal, like I wanna get healthier and it just seems like, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start, I'm overweight, I've got all these things, just pick something tiny and then build on that from there. Now, when your weight is where you want it, maybe you turn your attention to your fitness. But remember, always check with your doctor before changing your diet, your fitness habits, and any other really physical health-related changes. Always check with your doctor. You can start with small habits, um, small things like taking vitamins every day, getting in more steps, or just drinking more water. Uh, these can be done together, but if you really struggle, just master one thing at a time. Many of you will want to change everything all at once. I know because it's usually what I want to do when I'm ready for a change. But I urge you to stick to one large change or a couple of small changes at a time. Start small and set yourself mini goals and milestones to achieve along the way. So that is number three. And I know it took me a while to get through that, but I'm, I just can't really stress enough how important it is to break things down into small bite-sized pieces and not to overwhelm yourself with too much too fast, um, maybe not giving yourself time to really develop the habits or a new lifestyle because I find it so much better if we change, example, revolution lifestyle, right, is when we change our lifestyle and not just go on a diet, when we change our lifestyle instead of just, uh, you know, running a mile or something, you know, we become active, we, we become healthy. So that was number three, plan the first steps. Number four, plan the how. Research a little. Once you've mapped out what you wanna do, you may wanna do a little bit of research. What kind of diet will you choose? Will you go low carb, clean eating? Maybe you'll try the Whole30. Well, what is the Whole30? If you wanna get fit, you might wanna set some fitness goals and look into different forms of exercise. Maybe you wanna be able to walk a mile without getting out of breath. Maybe you wanna hike a specific trail or run a 5K. Maybe you want to see specific changes in your body and work on those. List out the small steps that you'll take to get there. Do a little research and make sure you know how to get what you want. And in a way that's realistic, don't set yourself up for failure by setting unachievable goals. Don't plan to lose five pounds per week when a slower, healthier goal is more suitable and attainable. 
Be sure to write out your plans and your milestone goals clearly. Place this written plan somewhere where you'll see it every day. I would go as far as setting a reminder to review this plan every day. I find that for me, if I'm trying to do something new, a lot of times what happens is I fizzle out and I almost like forget what I'm doing or what my plan was. So I think that's always a good way to remember what it is that we're doing and why. And another thing that I think is important here is to not get bogged down in research. Do a little research, but don't spend months researching and never actually get started making changes. So a little bit of research, but not a ton. So that was number four, plan the how, research a little. Number five, plan for the roadblocks. While you're writing out your plan, give some thought to the things that could get in your way. Most of these roadblocks really are self-inflicted. Ask yourself, when you've tried to change before and failed or quit, what was it that got in your way? Did you just slowly slide back into old habits? Did you forget that you were making a change? That's kind of what happens with me. Did you have a setback or a misstep and then just say, fuck it? Identify all the ways you quit on yourself in the past and figure out how you'll have your own back this time. Like reminders, check-ins, and motivators. These things go a long way for me. And did someone else get in your way maybe? Do you need to ask someone for help? Figure out what you need to do to succeed this time around. So sometimes people get in our way like, um, we try to make a healthy change with our diet and they don't necessarily want to make a change to their diet. So it makes it more complicated for us if we live together or maybe they don't want to be the only person that eats a poor diet. So they kind of encourage you not to eat healthy. Uh, sometimes you just have to flat out ask these people, listen, I need your help here. This is something I want to do. I really, really want to do it. And I need you to be cooperative. I need you to help me. Can you do that? So that's number six. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Number seven is celebrate. You have to celebrate all along the way. Be sure that you're celebrating all your wins, but also celebrate the ways you failed and then got back up and dusted yourself off. One thing I know for sure is I'm good at failing. I fail all the time. But what I'm even better at than failing is getting back up. So that is number seven, celebrate. Number eight, forget perfect. Now, I'm pretty healthy, I'm pretty fit, I'm not overweight, but I am nowhere close to a perfect eater. I gain a few pounds after a lax week or two, but then I realize, you know, I've been lax and I get back to a cleaner diet and I drop a few pounds. It's a constant balancing act. Same thing with my fitness. I may go months doing regular workouts and then I go a week or two or a month with nothing. I realize it's been some time and I get my ass up and I get back to it. It's not perfection, but persistence that gets things done. I just get back to it. I don't sit there and, and wallow in it. I don't, um, I don't quit on myself. I don't allow myself to say I didn't do it perfect, so I quit. Many of us have this nasty habit, so knock it off. Get back up. That is number eight, forget perfect. Number nine, now let's not forget to evaluate. Wow, my voice was really squeaky, wasn't it? Let's not forget. Anyway, at the end of each week, I like to evaluate my progress. This can be a very simple weekly journal practice where you write out what went well, what didn't, and what you wanna do differently. 
Something that I also really like to do is to keep a habit tracker and check off each thing that I did. So like, did I drink, you know, six or eight glasses of water today? Did I take my vitamins? Did I do a workout? You know, all the things that I'm trying to build into habits, I have on a list, you know, did I meditate? Did I, whatever, I have a whole, I have a whole slew of them. Uh, And I keep track that way. I like to see my progress. And I like to see patterns, too. I notice that I tend to actually not be as diligent with my habits on the weekend. I'm really good. It's so funny because I'm, you know, I'm pretty busy during the week with work. And on the weekends when I have more time, I'm actually worse at maintaining my habits. I think I just kind of like blow off in like, it's the weekend. I don't need to do anything. So... Anyway, keeping that habit tracker was helpful for me to kind of see that, and then I can try to plan for that in advance. So anyway, I digress. Um, That was number nine. Let's not forget to evaluate. Okay. You've decided what you want. You've committed to making the change. You've created a plan, and you've figured out how to navigate your roadblocks. You've set yourself reminders and mini goals or even milestones to achieve along the way. And you've asked for support from your friends and family. You're celebrating failing and getting back up. You're doing it. That's it. You have a complete game plan for making your life the one you really want to be living. One step at a time. Now, get to work. You're worth it. That's what I have for you guys this month. Um, I do have a freebie that I think goes really well with this post or this podcast. It is called The Ideal Day, and I will link it to this podcast, and I will post it on social media for you. The Ideal Day is awesome. It is just a um, way to write out what it is that you want and to really explore it in detail and really learn how to live into that um, in every minute detail. It's really really great. So anyway, I'm going to post that with the show notes. Uh, We are, man, halfway through February. This month is cruising. I live in Michigan. This is crazy. Our weather, our winter weather has been amazing. It's like 40 degrees outside. It's going to be 15 tomorrow. It's mid-February. It's crazy warm weather for us. We've had a very, very warm winter, which for me has been amazing. So uh, I will talk to you in March. Have a good one.